Hello, listeners. Here we are. Tuesday night. Oak Island night. How is everybody doing tonight? Wait for people to come in. I'm always early. Ten minutes, five minutes, ten minutes. When I feel all right, that's when I come in. Don't know how long I'm going to last, but we'll do the best we can. And on the line from Canada is Judy. Hello, Judy. Hello, John. Hi, everybody. It's so good to be back again. And I think we got a good podcast for tonight, so please stay tuned. Yep. What a crew we got, Judy, me and you. (laughs) We do pretty good together, I think. (laughs) Oh, God. What a mess. What a mess for 2024. I was trying to think of what would rhyme with mess. I said, well... (laughs) really not much 2004 what a year it started out to be you know what i mean you're right for you it certainly hasn't been good well me either with whatever yeah it was i had there's a sydney i can hear you judy she can see me hi tim let me see what's going on here don't forget guys a free quest hat giveaway tonight hashtag hat in the live chat at the end of the show We're going to be doing Tuesday night pre-shows like our Wednesdays. No podcast tomorrow on Wednesday. But the uh, Facebook group, The Quest of Oak Island, we'll get all the screenshots from tonight's show, like last week. You'll get Daniel's analysis of uh, the items found. You'll also get Judy's synopsis, which will be printed on Wednesdays. But her synopsis from last week will be done tonight uh, with her voice. All over the world, people want to hear Judy's voice. They don't want to hear Madison's voice. I like Judy's voice better. Okay, okay, all right, okay. Thanks, everybody. All over the world, Judy. I says, oh, well, Madison, nope, we like Judy better. Okay. Oh, that's nice. All right, let me get Makes the... my day. Yeah, let me get the hellos in here. Uh, there's Tammy Williams and Gloria. And Jeff and John and Sand Dollar and Becky and Patricia, who's a new member of the YouTube membership. I thank you so much for your support, Patricia. I really appreciate it. Every penny counts. Sure does. Thank you. There's Daniel, the professor, historian. Hello, Daniel. Tim from Savannah. We had ice today. Yeah, we had ice up here, too. Hello, Gary. There's Scott. I don't know who this guy is. Ching Chang Chong. Uh, hello. <laughs> <laughs> hello, Brenda. There's the professor right there. I got him. What a day, Daniel. We got the Illuminati uh, after us or whatever. I sent a report to Facebook, but they're about as good as YouTube. They just want to get you uh, to their own uh, self-help, and they don't help anyway. So we got to figure it out. I don't know what's happening about the comments. I tried all day. 
Hello, Ashley. She's saying, how was everybody? So far, like I said, we're just going to be doing Tuesday pre-shows with a combination of Wednesday content in there because everybody's mostly on for tonight's show anyways. Hello, David. I don't know. I've been sneezing lately. I give up. But I stay positive. Hello, Gregory. One step at a time, guys. We know who complained. Hmm. How did you find that out? I was looking all over, but... That sounds really interesting, Daniel. Yeah, hello, Gloria. Hello, Maureen. And that would affect all of Quest's uh, comments on everything, but... um. Your post and everybody else's post? Who knows? PM me later, Daniel. Let me know what's going on. Crazy, crazy, crazy. All right, Daniel. All right, I want to thank my YouTube supporters, the membership people, and the two people that are on Patreon. Uh, rejoined. Tim, I thank you so much. Mark, thank him for rejoining. And I say, new for Patricia, I thank you so, so much. A six-day member. Thank you, thank you. Got to thank Sandra, Daryl, Tammy, Sideways, Betty, Dave, Jumpier, Caroline, Super, Becky, Wayne, Alina, Nelson, Paul, Carol, Virginia, Gary, Rebecca, Barbara, Starlene, hope she's doing okay, Jeff, Sandala, Roxy, and also Joanne and Hardaby. I also want to thank Judy. She's live. Thank you for all you do. You're welcome, John. I'm just glad to be here. Yep, hanging in with me. Uh, Daniel Spino, what can I say? He's the captain of the ship here. And we also <laughs> got to thank uh, Muyan Osprey. Hoping he comes back in the spring. I want to thank all my moderators, Tammy, Judy, Daniel, Starlene, Kathy, and Tanya from Portugal. Also, Jeff, M and Glory on the YouTube site. So Jeff and Glory will just be busy on a Tuesday night. Make it a crazy Tuesday. Give you a break the rest of the week. And to our lifetime contributor, Chris Dona. I got to thank my main members. They all come from the Quest of Oak Island group. We're just about 69,000 people. We're live on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter all at the same time. We're doing pretty good on this Instagram. Uh, not much on Twitch, Rumble, Discord. You got to be there tonight because I always post some screenshots of the show as the show's playing. I might be on a Discord at 1030 tonight to talk to you guys. Also, our members that are on Spotify for podcasters, about 50,000 plays we're getting, Judy, around the world. Great. Yep. Sounds good to me. Yep. Apple, Google, High Art Radio, Spotify, Pandora, Amazon. Alexa, like you still can't get over it. We're talking to Alexa. Hey, Alexa, yeah. Well, Quest of Oak Island, episode 11, uh, season 11. And you hear us on Alexa. Unbelievable. <laughs> that is. It really is. 
Loketti. A little Carol. And Tammy says, you're my echo. I hear you. <laughs> so uh, tonight's episode is called Plugged Up. Obviously, I think, Judy, that's for the uh, garden shaft being plugged up with all the foam. Right. That's what I took it as. Yep. It's on tonight, USA only, 9 p.m. Rick and Marty Lagina, two brothers, with an interest in the mystery of Oak Island, renew efforts to discover the legendary treasure with sophisticated machinery. Hmm. Next week, we'll be on Tuesday. Judy will be with me Tuesday. It'll be called Digging Back In. Evidence on the use of the swamp for an offloading operation surfaces, which I always thought was a wharf there, uh, Judy. Yes, right. I did too. And of course, they get to say they're hauling in a treasure chest and it's not bales of hay for the oxen. It's not food. It's not whiskey. It's treasure chest. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, we're we're starting to get uh, uh, wise to that, aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> oh God! They want to keep us watching. Well, they got us until the end, so we got to enjoy the ride, and we'll all be crying when it's done. You know what I mean? Yeah, you're probably right. <laughs> Hello, Kathy. The hook. The hook is in the in the house. Hope she's doing okay. Like I said, uh, tonight Judy will be doing her uh, synopsis from last week. So I don't have the world on my back. And I was going to forward all the messages I get to Judy. But uh, too time consuming to copy them all and paste them all and send them all. And, you know, like from YouTube, Judy, not from Facebook. If it's from Facebook, it's easy. Okay. All right. You know, if it's from well, other, I sure appreciate it. Yeah, if it's from other places, it's uh, a little difficult. Okay. David, we're never, never, we're not going to be on Wednesdays anymore. We're going to just be on Wednesdays. This is it. Now, the screenshots that I'll be doing tonight will be on Discord, and the majority of the screenshots will be on the Quest of Oak Island's Facebook page, like normal. But I just can't hold on to a later podcast in the health I'm in right now. It's just too long for me. I mean, I'm not going to rush things. And uh, we'll do it all on pre-show Tuesday as long as I can last. That's our deal. Right, Judy? It is, and we just want you to take your time and get better, please. Yep, a lot of things to do. All right, Judy, I'm going to bring your picture up. It's quarter to seven, 6.45 USA time. Judy's going to do the synopsis from season 11, episode 10, Chain Reaction. And uh, we'll do some screenshots, discussion of them. We have Daniel Spino and Charlotte's uh, video from Raymond that people were getting their comments deleted, which if I find out who it is when Daniel tells me he's going to be walking or her or whatever is going to be walking the plank big time into a fiery pit. How's that sound? Yeah, a little scary, John. Got to take care of these people. You know what I mean? They, they got to ruin it for everybody else. 
and I just can't stand them type of people. And I hate them more than I hate the copycats. You know what I mean? Yeah, there you go. <clears throat> All right. Let me get your picture up, Judy. You got your uh, synopsis ready in front of you? It's right here. All right, here we go. I'm going to put your picture up right now. Whenever you're ready, Judy, you got the line. Thank you very much. Okay. Thank you. And we know this is episode 11, or sorry, season 11, episode 10, Chain Reaction. A new morning on Oak Island finds the team in the war room meeting with the Dumas team in their headquarters via video. Dumas, too, is disappointed with the progress so far this year. They have come up with a new plan to stop the flow of water into the garden shaft. In a week's time, new equipment for putting in the geofoam will arrive. The geofoam will be 40% stronger than what they are now using. Rec points out they need to get the shaft down to 95 feet in order to hit the tunnel they believe to be there. It's everyone's hope this new equipment will do the trick. They say goodbye to Dumas and then proceed to discuss Aladdin's cave. They consider putting a caisson down into the cave, but will first drill a new borehole and take a look down. Later that afternoon in the southeast corner of the swamp, Billy is back digging and Gary is detecting as they continue looking for more of the stone road. Gary finds another piece of a large, crudely made chain with a hook. Rex sees that there are three, there is a three-point hitch attached to the chain and says this could pull heavy items across a beach. It will go to the lab and then to Carmen. Next, Gary pulls up a piece of wood with iron embedded inside, and not far away, he pulls a second piece of wood with what looks like a rose-headed spike inside it. The spike looks to be from the 1700s. Both items will go to the lab. Meanwhile, in the interpretive center, the team is examining artifacts found on Lot 5 last week. Laird says the small piece of decorative stone is definitely a whetstone used to sharpen tools. Emma points out that the x-ray shows iron on the stone where it would have been sharpened. The second artifact is a small piece of iron shaped like a nail, but they are not sure what it is. Emma says the metal in it matches the same period as the Phipps artifact. That brings up the question, did Phipps build the circular structure on lot five? Laird believes the answer is at the bottom of the structure, so they will continue to dig. The following morning, in the money pit area, the team has begun to drill new borehole KL15, hoping to reach into Eladen's cave. 
a core from 140 feet down, hits the table, and Terry cuts it open to find solid soil at the top and flush at the bottom. One of the men from the drill team arrives to tell them he believes they have hit a cavity at 147 feet, but it is full of slush, so he believes there has been a collapse in the cave. Moving to the war room, the team meets with Marty and Craig via video to inform them of a collapse in the cave. Marty is very disappointed. Alex says there is a chance it is only a partial collapse. The team decides to have Steve and Paul put together all the data from the camera and sonar tests on the cave and report back to them. Over on Lot 5, the archaeologists continue to dig in the circular structure while Helen and Jamie sift the spoils. Helen finds a 1700s piece of stoneware and bags it. Fiona then discovers what could be the entrance to a cellar or the top of a staircase in the side of the structure. Jamie says there looks to be more below ground. Fiona keeps digging, and in the meanwhile, um, 15, Jamie then finds a decorative bead that looks to be Venetian glass from the 14th century, used for decoration and also for currency. Laird emphasizes this is a very important artifact. Later that day, in the southeast corner of the swamp, Jack digs up a large wrought iron fastener that looks to be from the 1700s or older. It goes to the lab. As morning arrives in the interpretive center, Carmen is examining the artifacts found in the southeast corner of the swamp. The first item is the wood with metal inside, and Carmen says there are two handmade nails along the side of a bigger item and believes this piece could have held a lamp inside a structure. Could there be a structure in the southeast corner of the swamp? What could it be? The second artifact, Carmen says, is a tool that would have been used to drive pins into tim timber from the 1600s to the late 1700s. The third item is the chain and hook that, according to Carmen, is from the 1500s to 1650s. Emma's testing shows this piece could be from the same time period as the Phipps artifact. Carmen then realizes that there is new, newer chain connected to the old part by a three-point hitch. Who added the newer chain? This piece was probably used to move cargo by a boom from a ship to shore. More research is needed. As another week ends on Oak Island, the team meets in the war room to examine the data Steve and Paul have put together on a lad's cave. Steve shows video taken by the team on one side and by the Pro Hawk Company on the other. 
They see the bolt sitting on a flat area and wonder why that is there. The main feature shows a very clear right angle that could not be natural to the cave. Steve believes it to be the entrance they are looking for, and Craig adds it could potentially be man-made. Steve sees a second opening going both east and west. Ian wonders where the metals are coming from that have shown up in the water test. Steve declares that the southern edge seems to have collapsed over time. The team needs to see what's down there, so they make the decision to put down a case on, as Marty believes the collapse could be hiding what's on the cave floor. Will they find treasure on Aladdin's cave floor? Stay with us to get the answer fellow questers and in the meantime stay safe please fantastic mike go fantastic judy thank you thank you so much thank you you're welcome the voice is back <laughs> the voice judy the voice Oh, you're the one with a good voice. But thank you, everybody. There it is. All righty. It's not even seven o'clock yet. We're really moving. <laughs> we're really moving along here. And don't forget, hashtag hat to win a brand new gray hat. John Stemmer hat. If you do win it. Please inform me at Quest of Oak Island at AOL.com. Full address. Nice and neat. And um, if it's international, for some reason, stamps.com. Everything's a problem, Judy. Needs your phone number. I don't know if they call you before you get a, a package in Canada or wherever in Spain. They don't call you here in the USA. You just get it at the door in a tracking number. But for some reason, without the phone number, um, it won't get through to make a label. No. Well, maybe that's what they do, John. I don't know. You know, all the stuff they I've sent you. you went ahead. Go ahead. All the Sorry, stuff. John. Yeah, no problem. All the stuff I sent you, you didn't have a phone call before you got it, did you, from the post office? No. No, never. Huh. Well, I don't know. Maybe it's just stamps.com because it won't let me print the label out of the printer without it. So that, that could be. That yeah. Could be. So long as everybody knows that. Let's add some pictures here. I love pictures. And there's the chain they're talking about. You know, which part is the old part? Which part is the new part towards the end? Who knows? You know what I mean? Yeah. It's hard just to make it out in the picture. Yeah, but they said the back part where it goes out in three directions is the new new part. But uh, who the heck knows? All these chains look the same to me. <laughs> yeah, me too. They do. Okay, David had an answer, yeah. 
David never got one either. Must be a generic thing for customs and duty. Yeah, I got to put customs in there. It's a gift. Um, but who knows? Yeah, uh, it's hard to say. All these little git glitches drive me crazy. <laughs> Daniel says the main part is near the hook original. Okay. Hello, Daryl. You up, Scott? And they're finding this all on the road, uh, Judy. Right, yeah. That's quite the place to be finding it. I hope they don't dig too far in, then the friggin' uh, the bay will come right in. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, too, when I was watching them <laughs> dig there. Uh, that wouldn't be good. <laughs> that pump wouldn't be doing... Uh, a million gallons a minute, then they'll be in trouble. For sure. Well, they know what they're doing. Usually they put some pylons on the other side just in case if they're digging and something does fall in and it just swooshes back into the uh, swamp. But they know what they're doing, I guess. Right. Yeah, we have to trust that they do, right? Yeah. But I would feel safer if they did a little U coffer dam with the steel out in the bay, say 20 feet, and then dig the road out. You know what I mean? Right. I Yeah, I think that's a great idea. But I'm not there, so. <laughs> Billy knows, I guess. And there's a picture of the swamp and where they're digging the road out right there and near the uh, small wharf. And just dig away. Dig, dig, dig. And we know they dug out the swamp pretty good this year, uh, Judy. They really dug the swamp out big time. Yeah, yeah it looks like it, John. I'm anxious to see what they do actually find tonight. Daniel says the chain piece mm. suggests repurposing and being used over time. Yep, David, that's what I'm saying. Dig it right down and out. But what do I know? Just makes sense. I say things that make sense, and they're all worried about safety and concern with Dumas. Yet they're digging out the road right next to the bay right there. Does that make sense? Or no, it doesn't make sense to me. No, me either, John. I hadn't <laughs> thought about it, but you're right. Oh, well, I guess if they fall in, they can all <laughs> swim, hopefully. <laughs> or when I see Billy with a life jacket on, sitting in the in the digger, instead of uh, a drill vest, Right. If we see them all with life preserver jackets on, <laughs> then we know. Now that, would, that would be funny, yeah. Holy 40, Lordy 40. Lordy 40, holy mooyan. And as Jack would say, no way. Jack. Yep, I can hear him saying it when, it, when the road falls in. Yeah. He'll be standing there with his hard hat and he'll say, no way. I got that down pretty good. 
Yeah, you do. Sound just like him. Yeah, Scott, but they dug that swamp right out. We had pictures before when the drone was flying and everything like that. They really dug that island out. That island, that peninsula, they're all over that stuff. Looking for that metal anomaly that that other person scanned out. Remember, we got a lot of things yet that we haven't seen that they showed us in the beginning, Judy. Right, exactly. Yeah, we got a lot to go through yet this year. I mean, they didn't show us really anything, but they show us them promos, and even like what I showed last week with Rick into the side of the chamber, if it's that chamber or it's the side of that garden shaft that was dry, he was actually in there, and his helmet light was lighting up that uh, rectangular uh, dugout square. You know what I'm talking about, guys, right? Right, yes, for sure, yeah, that's what it looked like. Yeah. And that wasn't last week when they just stuck his hand through the through the opening to get pieces of wood for dates. That wasn't even close. His whole body was in the whole offset chamber. Right. Well, maybe we'll see, see it tonight. We'll see that in the uh, purple gem, too, I guess. <laughs> right. Yes. Do they think we forget about this stuff? I, I don't know if they think we do, but we certainly don't, do we? <laughs> <laughs> well, we won't show it or mention it in the next uh, couple of shows. Maybe the uh, the uh, people watching the show will forget. Daniel says an atom. Excuse me, guys. I, I muted it, I hope. It's quite okay. I'm also getting bloody yeah. I'm also getting bloody noses from uh, the medicine, so I hope I'm gonna make it here. Uh, hang in there, buddy. All right. They found this that they called it was a chisel. A tool. At least they're finding things. Embedded in wood, they, they can recognize. They got the equipment to do it now, you know what I mean? You're welcome, John. I thought that was interesting, Judy, that rosehead spike in that piece of wood. Yeah. Yeah, that, it is interesting because you do wonder, what was it in? A decking or a side of the ship or into a post. Because that's a lot of thick wood for a deck, you know what I mean? That's about, your whole hands open up. That's at least five inches. No deck is going to be right. five inches thick. I don't think a deck will be five inches thick. What do you think, guys? I was thinking about a wharf. Could it be part of a wharf? Yeah, with the big, big posts in the, in the water and everything, yeah. Right. Then... The outline of this thing. Unbelievable. Yeah, it is interesting, isn't it? That is a big outfit. And they've got to dig that all out. Yep, yep. Sift it all out. There's the sifter to the left. Yep, Scott, I think it was in a, a column in a post. Yep. But this lot five. What did it have, like, when he said he had 47 
flags. And we hardly seen any uh, finds. I mean, we found the Roman coins and stuff, but we didn't find no 47 things through, through the flags he had, did. You know what I mean? No, we sure haven't. Yeah, really, Gary hasn't been on there detecting for a while. So they're pushing us on this lot five, and now we're on the road, then eventually go in the uh, swamp. Then back to yeah. the garden shaft. That's what they got going. The garden shaft, the swamp, and lot five. Over and over and over. Well, they better find something. That's all I can say. Mm -hmm. And this is that piece of stone, uh, Judy, that they found that grove in it that was uh, sandstone or slate. Uh, sharp, yes. Sharpen your tools. Scott says, don't forget the blue item from last season. You're right, Scott. Yeah. Haven't heard a thing, have we? Yeah, I called it the gem there, the gem. Daryl says, yeah. unlock five. I think it was a guard tower with a small living quarters. Could be wrong, but it's not the greatest weather up there, so you've got to have some protection up there. If you're in a guard tower or some kind of house up there, and that weather up there, Judy, you got to have protection up there. You're not going to be in a tent. No, for, for darn sure not. Not in the wintertime, you're not. No, no. <clears throat> And there's that stone, a sharpening stone. And uh, Laird called it right off the bat what it was. You know what I mean? Yes, he knew it right away. <laughs> you don't pull any punches, Laird, <laughs> you know? Nope, he doesn't, thank goodness. Then they're drilling a borehole, KL-15, which I hope, holy mooyan, was supposed to show us some details. But uh, I don't know. And then when they mentioned this, guys, I forgot to tell you about this. Well, in Aladdin's cave, why don't we put a case on down there? Because if the cave ceiling caved in, maybe there's something on the floor because of the gold and silver signatures. You follow me so far? Yes, we are. But why not, before you spend all that money to put a six-foot case on, in Aladdin's cave, please drop a metal detector that's small in that six-inch hole in the bottom to see if your metal detector goes off when it hits the bottom of the void. What do you think of that, guys? I, I think that's an excellent idea. That would certainly tell them something. You know, why put a big case on in there and walk down in there to see the silt on the bottom and there's nothing there? Right, exactly. And I thought that the, the uh, Muyan was getting away from all this case on talk. Right, and it sure hasn't done it, has it? I thought it was all mining. Okay, we're not using case ons anymore, guys. Uh, we're going for the garden shaft and we're going to mine to the object that is of interest. We're going to mine right to this spot. We're going to mine to that spot and actually walk to the spot of interest. Isn't that what I heard? Or am I hearing things? I know. I'm fairly certain that's what you heard. 
You know what I mean, Judy? Yes, I do. Yeah, Tammy uh, Hurst has said, Hold on. Uh, or they could use a big magnet. And Scott said they must have them for doing that. Magnet on silver and gold? I don't think so. Oh, you're right. Yeah. But, uh, you know, how do you get the magnet down the, the hole? Because the caisson's metal. The caisson, the caisson, the caisson is metal all the way down for 150 feet. That's true, too. Did you get that, Tammy? But I'm just thinking he wanted a tunnel to all these places that Muyan was going to show him a specific area. So now they want to put a case on in because of the gold and silver signatures. I don't know. Yeah, and what you're saying is that's that's not enough, to, at least to convince me to put all that money into that. That and put a case on that determines to me on production, giving us more episodes. That's how it comes across on me. Right. Yeah. But I could be wrong. That's my own personal opinion. Uh, okay. Where is the gold and silver signature coming from? Why don't they take another test to make sure it's still there? They got all the holes now in Aladdin's cave. See if it's still there. See if it's the still strongest as it was because they disturbed it. But their big thing is now the ceiling collapsed. Now the ceiling's covering the floor where the treasure might be. But they already did this last season towards the end showing this cave. Remember? Right, yes. Very clearly. So what do you think of that, guys? Well, I know for one thing, Marty won't won't uh, let it go till he knows there's nothing there, for sure. And the only way you're going to check is with a metal detector. Right. What is Daniel saying? The Halifax Tunnel runs right above that cave. Oh, okay. Right, don't forget, guys, hashtag hat to win a quest hat tonight. Hit that like button if you can. Support if you can. Hit that notification bell because we're going to be on Tuesdays only. So you might have some surprise uh, videos I post on 50-second jobs of importance. You know, Judy, I'm always on and off. Not live, but uh, spot things that are important that I send out for like a 50-second video. You know what I mean, Judy? Right. Yeah, those are, and those are great, John. And and when you uh, find something out, you put it on there right away. So keep your eyes open, guys. Yep. Hello, Potsy. Gregory says, do you not think there could be serious valuables hiding under all that muck? Well, the drilling program was supposed to bring up any kind of valuables before they go getting into crazy ideas. It has brought up nothing. They have vacuum systems, Gregory. We've seen it before. It's a vacuum system. They stick down the hole, put a vacuum system in there. They suck it all up, whatever in this cave, and it goes in a dumpster. Remember, Judy? 
I remember that well. So I would suck it all up because whatever's ruined is ruined already because they drilled a million holes all over the place like Swiss cheese. Not unless it's below bedrock now. I understand. And use a vacuum system first. You saw it when they did the uh, the little pathway in the in the uh, swamp. Billy and his crew had the vacuum system there to expose the uh, the pathway. They do, right. they, yeah, yeah, that. they do that even here when they're digging. They don't use a backhoe anymore when they're doing telephone wires and power wires. They use a vacuum system with high-powered water so it doesn't damage anything. So if you vacuum up something, the minute you see something, you stop, obviously. Then you put a case on it. Oh, you vacuumed up, uh, not a gold bar, but, you know, some valuable or something. Okay, stop. Time out. Holy mooyan, we got it. Right, then you go down. So do you guys understand what I'm saying about this vacuum system first? I mean, there's so many different areas to do this, and I don't hear them. Or am I losing my brains more than I'm already losing my brains here? No, I think you think it out clearly. I do, and, and I wish they would do some stuff like that. Yep, Scott. They already got holes in the cave. Six-inch holes. So maybe they need a bigger hole to put the suction piece in there because they did the suction through the caissons, and the caissons are almost five feet around. You know what I mean? Right. So you only can suck up as big as the diameter of the hole is. If you got a small six-inch hole, well, you only can suck up so much. But if you had a nice two-foot hole, you can use a two-foot diameter pipe, and that volume would be tremendous to bring it up. You know what I mean, guys? Right. Makes perfect sense. But that's just me talking off my head. Kathy says they need a suggestion box in the war room. <laughs> and we need to be able to get into it. The hook, they don't listen to us. We're just a nothing. <laughs> We're just another Facebook group babbling on. There's the stone, the sharpening stone. Now I want to go over this thing. I had so many people PMing me about being regular bead from regular jewelry. No way. <laughs> yeah, there was some on our Facebook page where people had looked at looked it up and found pictures of it um, online, but modern-day stuff. Yep, and I also agree with other people mentioning things when the Facebook thing is working, that Jamie really gets out there with her discussions on what it could be, almost like Gary used to do before Laird would say, nope, it's a, it's a bolt, nope, it's a horseshoe, nope. And Jamie is the same way until they find out through the lab Let's get analysis from Laird and everything. But they put the camera on Jamie and whatever she says, you know, sort of coordinates what they're going to say in the lab. But do you find that a little bit confusing or helping? What do you guys think? No, I think that it is a bit confusing. I think it, it gets us excited over something and then, and then we find out it's not that at all. 
you know. I mean, yeah, it looks like a piece of candy, but it could be a bead of whatever. Now, did they date this, uh, guys? No, they hadn't yet. They thought maybe around the 1400s when they were used as currency. What the heck? Beads for currency in 1400? Yeah, I think that, Daniel, was that what I said earlier in my synopsis? Hello, Gary. You got a better <laughs> Yeah, but look at the color. It's still got color on it. If, if it's... Uh... Uh, all these years and decades and centuries old, how does it sustain its color? Yes, you wonder, don't you? Look, I can see blue, I can see brown, I can see... Is that possible from the 1400s to now? I honestly don't know. Was that 900 years ago? Hopefully they'll give us something. Glass, okay, yep, glass, says Tammy Hurst. Possible yeah, uh, position, yeah. yeah, yeah. If the color's in the glass, right, Patricia? Yeah. Right. Yes. But you know what I'm saying? When things are old, not like gold, because gold never loses its luster. How does this stuff keep its color? Because what do they say? It's so deep. There's no bacteria. There's no rotting going on. It could have been in clay. Could have been encased. Then you got to hear all those. You know what I mean? Right. Luann says underground colored wouldn't fade. Well, that's a possibility. Here we go. Daryl's got some information here. Thank you so much, Daryl. My mom used to collect ancient beads from wood, glass, you name it. I thought it was cool when they found one. Could be a trading bead. They did a lot of that back then. There you go, Daniel. Yes. Okay, Daniel says blue and red. Hmm. Yes, it could retain the color, but its age is probably later than what was um, fistulated. That's a new word for me, Daniel. Daniel, you're using them big words on us. <laughs> we need a lot of pictures, though, Daniel. So I sort of scratched my head when they found this bead. More... Uh, research to be done on this bead and see what they say about it we'll put it back in our memory banks if i got any left and uh we'll see if it uh, does anything see if it ties into something tammy, tammy Hurst says uh thank you find an old marble in the yard it doesn't really change she's right i know i, I as a kid I, I would find marbles that had been down, dug down into the ground and, and they were still okay. 900 years old? No, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> Not that old. You know, if that's salt water, I don't know. I got my questions on this oh. one. Okay, Daniel, the word was postulated. Oh, God. And he put an eye in there. He said his big thumb typing. Oh, man. <laughs> way over my head and they found this some kind of fastener in the swamp i really want to see him when they dug out near the uh, peninsula when they had uh, uh, billy's uh, crane and digging out over there that's what i'm looking forward to on this 
And there's the other holes in Aladdin's cave. Gregory says, Venetian glass was treasured for its special recipe. You see, 14 to 1500. Huh? Yeah, Daniel said, Jamie jumped on it being Venetian and from the 1400s. Thank you, Daniel. Okay, thank you, Daniel. Robot, this style of bead was used for some time by Blue Stripes. Small African Ghana glass beads. Holy schmoly, holy Mulan. Well, until they show us the date, not exact, but then we can go from there. Right. Because it was a trading post. Everybody from all over the world was on Oak Island. Roman coins, beads, everything else that fell out of their pockets or whatever the heck they were doing trading. It'd be a mishmash of everything, but we really haven't found a lot of mishmash except for the gold coins that threw us way off. The Roman coins, I mean, the Roman coins. Right, yes. Those certainly did throw us off. Well, and there's the bolt. They showed us the bolt. And uh, that was interesting. But then again, you got the solution channel, like I told you guys, 170 feet down. That's moving a lot of stuff down there. Right. Hello, Lewis. Thanks for coming in, Lewis. Yep, Daniel, the Mi'kmaq were there before anybody. And I'm sort of surprised we haven't found a lot more associated with the Mi'kmaq. Not the, the Roman coins, not, you know, like arrowheads. You know, they went on the island. If there's deer on the island, you flush them out. Where are they going to go? There's no causeway. Maybe they swimmed over, swam over. It's a perfect hunting ground. You, you, know, you get a bow and arrow, you're killing a deer, and get in your canoe and go back to the mainland. So you would find some kind of deer bones, uh, arrowheads, stuff like that. What do you think, guys? Yeah, I think you're right. It is curious to me that they've not found more of the Mi'kmaq uh, artifacts. You know, they used arrows, obviously. Where's the arrowheads? Yes. Usually you find a lot of those. Well, where's all the deer bones? You think they would come across of something? of all these drill holes and excavating and you know how they find the uh, uh, woolly mammoths up in Alaska when they're digging for gold, they find the husks and stuff like that. Right. Yes. So I'm pretty curious on the Mi'kmaq to find their going ons on the island. We have found, what was that? One little couple of pieces that shut down the island for a little bit, but I thought they would find a whole lot more of the Mi'kmaq up there. Daniel says maybe there has been uh, some found over the years, but we just don't know about it. Yeah, it could be. And here's the right angle. There's the right angle. They say it's not natural, but who knows? All our luck, there are right angles in nature, and this is probably one of them. Right. And, <laughs> it does look pretty exact, though, yeah. I will say. And there's a lot of places, too, uh, Judy and team, that when you're digging for a treasure, 
you're not going to write down everything where you're at. You're looking for that pot of gold on your dig, and you're not going to tell nobody where it is, lay it right out. You want to find it and get out of there. You know what I mean? Right, exactly. You're not going to be telling nobody. You're going to put it in your boat, and off you go. You're not going to go to the mainland and start spending all kinds of gold and silver and everything else going crazy. You're just going to sneak it up, get it out. You're not going to write no maps of how you found it. You're not going to write nothing on where it was. You're just going to get it and go if it was there. Right. Right on. And spend it somewhere else. Daniel says, I found uh, a right angle. I think he's talking about. I found one on Mars. He's being really funny tonight. Gary, I told him earlier, just put a vacuum system in this uh, Aladdin's cave, suck it all up before they do anything else. But maybe they need a bigger hole. I don't know if you heard me on that. Could be, Connor. Could be. And Scott, I don't think you would fill the back, back the hole in. Back the hole in. Is that right? I'm talking backwards now. <laughs> Hello, Scottish digger. I won't fill the hole back in. Once I found it, why am I going to spend the time to fill it back in? I'm out of there. Right. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> Whoever's left at that time when everybody gets the scurvy and everything else. And then you're going to see this opening somewhere. They're looking for an opening, a back door to this Aladdin's cave. How did they get in there? How did they get out? I have no idea. Well, it will be interesting to see if they ever do get down there. I think that's what they're going forward with, Judy. That's what I get the feeling of, you know. Yes. I think that's what they're we're going to be seeing for the rest of the season. Hmm. Daniel says, no, seriously, NASA had a picture of lava flow that made a right angle on Mars. Hmm. Hello, Frank. There you go. It, it can be nature. Yep, Tim, but when they put them ROVs down in there, it creates so much silt. Even the camera, when the camera lens moves around the bottom, it kicks up so much silt they can't see anything. So that's why I'm saying use the vacuum system and uh, see what you got and go from there. And they won't put a metal detector thing down there to go past the metal pipe. Or put a plastic pipe, PVC pipe, inside the 6-inch pipe so the metal won't be distracting to the metal detector and just drop one down in there will you please yeah sounds like a plan hello stacy i don't know in c1 when they dive the c1 i'm not sure about a right angle in c1 i'll have to look up look that up Oh, Daniel says, I couldn't believe Dr. Spooner said that about it not being natural. Hmm. So Daniel real.
So we'll see. Still looking for his dump load truck of silver. But they're saying that's where the gold and silver signature is. The highest in Aladdin's cave. And it's going through the tunnel underneath towards the garden shaft. So that's all we can go by is what they're saying. Yes, it is. And stick with it till the end. Yep. If you look close, I think I do see a dump truck on the side of that opening. <laughs> Daniel just said that. <laughs> oh, Daniel. But uh, enjoyed the show tonight. It's called Plugged Up. And I think, like I said earlier, that's about sealing up the shaft, the garden shaft. So we'll see plugged up water stopping. And I wish we get some more information uh, tonight. Watch closely. I'll be watching closely. And I think now we'll uh, put your hashtag hat in. We'll do the drawing for the hat. At 7.30. We've been on for about an hour. And uh, I hear you, Connors. And who haven't not won a hat before, please don't put in hashtag hat. And if it comes up that your name comes up, sometimes my name comes up, and you've won a hat, please let me know. And we'll redraw. Okay, guys? guys and good luck everybody we got 11 entries so you're one out of 11 to win a hat so that, those are pretty good odds i think yeah i think so so we'll give them a couple of seconds there don't forget if you win the hat you need to send a picture because yeah. we enjoy that yeah some people do some people don't they want their privacy i understand that no problem and some of them just put their hat on something like uh, um, Lewis and everybody else, whatever. And some guys like from Mexico, your hat's going to Mexico, your hat's in Australia. Here it is with a kangaroo. Doesn't matter. It doesn't have to be on you. Right. We just <laughs> love the pictures, don't we? My hat travels pretty good. My hat's been traveling all over the world. Sure has. All right. We're at 11. That'll be it for now, I guess. I'll get it out as soon as you send me your address. And if you're international with the phone number, to Quest of Oak Island at AOL.com. Okay. I hear you, Ashley. All right, Scottish. I had somebody asking me about Walmart. Who's this guy you got this hat on, Stacy says. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. All right, here we go, guys. Three, two, one, gone. John Fisher. Congratulations, John. 
congratulations. He's always in the chat. Uh, I'm glad he won. Yes, that's great. Don't forget your picture. Yep, he always uh, is uh, participating. I think he's in the chat tonight, I think. Yes, he has been. All righty. There he is. He's a winner. I'll send the pitch for you, Judy. There you go. You got your own personal hat picture for you. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yep. Let me go over here. All righty. We'll do a little bit of previews for next week. And we'll see what's going on. John, the reason I enjoy the picture so much is it gives gives us a chance to get to know our members just a little bit. Right, but we'll never get to know them all. Yeah, but some people want their privacy, and you know that. So I'm just saying, whatever they want to give us, they give us. And I hope John's in right. the USA so he can get it in two or three days. I hope John Fisher's in the USA, but if not, it'll take a little longer. All right, here's a couple of pre-shots of the show next week and um like i said i'll be doing screenshots tonight we'll put it on the facebook channel daniel will have his artifact uh analysis uh, tomorrow and judy will have her synopsis tomorrow but we won't be on the podcast live you'll see it all in text and with uh raymond doing some of uh, daniel and charlotte's uh, uh work so everybody sees it There they are, digging away at the swamp. Finding some wood. Well, they call it another structure, you know, Judy, another structure. Okay. Right. <laughs> Was there a structure right there? What's Jack say? No way. Nope, he said, there's a structure. in the swamp and there's Gary a piece of Oak Island history and I see even other copycats are using screenshots with their closed caption I wonder where they got that idea from yeah I wonder there's choice drilling this is where they found that other void Look how deep they went, though. 183. Yeah, that's really deep. Hmm. Usually we're at the 150, we're at the 63, we're at the 83. Now we're at 183. So we'll see about this um, tonight. I mean, this is tonight's uh, promo. Yes. Not next week. How do I, the show didn't show yet at 9 o'clock in the USA. How can I be doing things from next week and didn't even show it yet? Well, my mind is gone. <laughs> it's okay. We understand. So this is for tonight's promo at 9 p.m. Eastern Time, USA only. And if you got a VPN, 
Well, watch it with us tonight. Yep, Franklin, it was a concrete kiln. They never found no pine tar in the kiln. kiln. They call it a pine tar, but it was just for uh, concrete. You know, Judy, they never showed no pine tar that I know anywhere. No, no. I haven't. don't remember seeing it. No. Do you think we hit the anomaly? What are they talking about? Still at the uh, Aladdin's cave? I don't know what he's talking about. I think in Aladdin's cave, I think. Or is it a new one? We'll find out tonight. Yes, we will. And then, Doug, what we have here is a void that encapsulates the chapel structure. No, I'm thinking, I know the chapel vault. They went to the chapel vault and dug deeper through the chapel vault. I remember that. Because remember when yeah. they went near there and they picked up that big metal piece of metal, the shield that was on the bottom? Yes. And they brought that up because that was part of the chapel structure on the bottom. So then chapel went deeper. So maybe this is what they're doing. I mean, what does chapel structure got the chapel vault got to do with the uh, the, um, the digging, you know what I mean? Right. It, it sounds to me like they're thinking the chapel vault is within the Aladdin cave structure. I don't know. No, the chapel thing is not even near the garden okay. shed. Now I am confused. Andre says maybe it, it has... The deeper cave, a Muyan spot. Could be. Thank you so much, Andre. You know what I mean? Could be a Muyan anomaly. Yes, it could be. Finally, maybe. That's the treasure of the money pit. That was never recovered. Was never recovered. What was never recovered? We never even know what the word a money pit is. What are they talking about? Aren't they talking about what was in the chapel vault? And didn't they find something in, in the chapel vault, uh, like just a little bit of, of the gold, and then they never recovered what was in there because it collapsed? You mean the uh, the vault on the, uh, the little piece of gold on the drill bit and the little V with ink, you mean? Right. Yeah, it could be Dave, H8, yeah. But see, when you get these promos, we're sort of surmising what the heck are they saying without the proof of what they're saying in contents, you know what I mean? Right. Keeps us guessing. <laughs> it keeps us crazy. <laughs> That's about it. I hear you. Well, guys, that's all I got for tonight. I made it. And uh, like I said, we'll see you next Tuesday, pre-show, same thing. Like I said, Judy will have her synopsis for tomorrow. Daniel will have his stuff going tomorrow. The screenshots from the show tonight will be shown tonight on the group. And then we'll just go from there, play it by ear. 
Uh, Judy, if you want to uh, button it up and uh, say your goodbyes, then I'll say my goodbyes and get ready for the show tonight. Go ahead, Judy. All right. All righty. Hey, guys, it was good to be back. Missed you all terribly. And uh, John, just please continue to get better. We just want you to be good. We love you very much. And everybody stay safe. And I'll see you next Tuesday night. And enjoy the show tonight. Right. And good night, everybody. All right. Thank you, uh, Judy. All right, guys. I want to thank everybody around the world for their well wishes for myself. It's a slow process. And we just take one step at a time. You know? But remember, members, what do I always tell you? Always go forward. You may get a setback in your life, but just believe in yourself. Believe in your dreams, no matter how old you are, for tomorrow's a never given. Your life can change like that. With this crazy world we live in, lordy, forty, holy mooyan, wackle. We need a ton of prayers, tons. So as my friend Jan says, you keep smiling. You never know what that other person's going through. And like Judy says, you stay safe also. You got to stay strong and you got to stay positive. I know it's hard to stay positive, but you have to have that positivity to move forward. Everyone. No negativity. Get that negativity. Get it out of there. Thank you for joining me and Judy tonight. We'll see you next Tuesday pre-show. I hope you enjoyed the show. Thank you. Take care. And bye-bye.